Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning into this hump day pod of Going to Be a Star. Today is another day, and it's another opportunity for us to smile wherever we are. If you're looking at the reflection of yourself in the bathroom, your bedroom, your car, your dorm room, uh, the house that you always wanted to live in, your dream home, you're on vacation somewhere, you're really enjoying your life, uh, regardless of what you're doing and where you are, what time it is, or you just got a pocket mirror, or you're using the photo button on your phone to look at your reflection, recognize your star power. Recognize where you've been and where you're going. Recognize that your past is going to lead you to your future. And all the bad times are going to lead you to all the great times. Sometimes things are not easy. Sometimes things are hard. Sometimes you have days where you just want to cry and be alone. And you have other days where you want to be loved and seen. It's it's an anomaly of things. It's a collection of different feelings and different thoughts all at once. And sometimes that gets heavy, but that is what is called life. There's no way to stop it. And there's no way to stop people. People have a tendency to judge before they know. They look at the cover and they just assume they understand the words in the book. And that is basically the world we live in. People don't take time to get to know you. They just assume they know you and they're listening to other people who give them a description of you and your personality and who you are, but they really don't know who you are. So you really have to time you have really have to take time to know yourself because if you don't take that time to know yourself, then who else is going to know you? It's January. It's a new year. And I'm not making New Year's resolutions because I don't want to make New Year's resolutions because I'm never going to get to them. I'm not going to make a resolution saying I'm going to join a gym. I'm not going to make a resolution saying I'm going to do this at this time. I'm not going to stress myself out like that with a New Year's resolution, half of which I never get to. So it's insane and pathetic for me to do that to myself. And I'm not. Moving into the next part of our conversation, we do have a lot to talk about. Let's get into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. They lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Are we surprised that Biden is getting away with everything he's getting away with? No. Are we surprised that now they're going to use black people as a, a, a cover or a sheet? An excuse to talk about slavery and things that happen as we prepare to go into Black History Month. Is that surprising too? It really irritates me that people use the pain of Black people as a way to express themselves. Yet they don't understand the pain of Black people. Because honestly, the pain of being Black is knowing that nobody actually fucking cares. That's the pain of being Black. Like... We are not slaves. We are given the same opportunity as anybody else. And the portion of me that is black has been able to grow and prosper and relish and do whatever the fuck I want. I have a master's degree. I have a career. I have a husband. I have a life. I'm aspiring to do amazing things. I'm building a dynasty. Not only that, I'm a podcaster, right? I'm in the social climate. I'm an author. I'm a pet mom. At some point, I'll be an actual mom. We we do things that we love to do with each other. I am 
so lucky, so blessed, so awesome. And I really don't have anything to complain about. And what do black people actually have to complain about? And I am not saying we shouldn't be complaining about things that are happening. But what I, what I am saying is that black people are being indoctrinated and I talk about it all the time. There's no oppression. It's 2023. You can go out there and do whatever you want. This is the land of the free and the home of the brave because everybody has the same opportunity. It's what you decide to do with it. If you decided to open up your legs and have a baby at 15 years old, then your life is going to be a lot different than mine, who graduated on high honors in AP classes and was at the top of her class. Not to mention was on the dean's list in college, not once, but twice in a master's program. That's a lot different from somebody that has a kid at 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, right? When you're just beginning your life, there's a difference. If if you don't think about things, you're going to have to deal with the sacrifice. And I can't be sympathetic to that. I can't be sympathetic to people making bad decisions that are going to hurt them long term. You should not be having children if you cannot give your child the life that they deserve. And that's selfish of you. It's taking on responsibility for something you can't actually be responsible for. But it doesn't have anything to do with race. See, racism is idiotic. Telling somebody they're not good enough because they're not light enough is idiotic no one's good enough for anything honestly there is no perfect there's even something wrong with the kardashians and and why are do they get to be perfect why do you only get to be perfect if you're like a size two and you look like a stick why why do you only get to be perfect if you're living a certain type of mellowed life and i'm not saying Why? Why is it so easy to box emotions and to box feelings and for Biden to have documentation that he shouldn't have as a vice president? It's just insane. It feels like I'm living in another place. I have all these questions, right, about politicians and policy and an actual freedom and I'm starting to question have I actually ever been free here because I've done everything I was supposed to do I went to I went to school I graduated I have a master's degree I have a career I did everything I was supposed to do and I'm not saying a career and figuring out figuring it out is everything but it's a main point of it it's the hardest part Deciding what you're going to do for like 20, 30 years before you retire and get to enjoy your retirement. You don't, sometimes you just don't walk into that. I didn't graduate with a master's in like um, speech pathology and know I wanted to be a speech pathologist. I got a master's in education, decided I wanted to be a teacher and recognized what it was. Why I'm saying this. Is because we live in the United States of America. Well, a lot of people do. And this country teases with you. Now, they want to act like you don't have to do anything and you'll be successful. But that is a lie. 
because there's 30 other people that are doing things you haven't thought of that are going to compete with you and beat you at everything. Everything is a competition and you've already lost. The moment you make a decision that's going to take you away from doing something, you've lost. I know people are acting like education isn't valuable, but it actually it is valuable. And I know people want to act like uh, not knowing what you're doing is okay, and that's all right. I'm not saying you have to go to college, but I'm saying you need to at least have something figured out. Now, I've worked every job you could imagine. I've been a nanny. I've worked in retail. Uh, I know how to do coding. I, I I've, I've done I. I've done everything. I worked in food, restaurants. I've done it all. In college, I worked like seven jobs. I was an RA and I did all this other shit too. I I have really done it all. You work so much, you're so tired, you can't stay awake. But, but then you got a, an exam you got to go to and you got to get an A on that exam. So you have to figure out how to study in like 10 minutes before you go take an exam and then go back to work. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. No one gave me anything. I worked really fucking hard my entire goddamn life. And there's no medal for that right? There's no metal for it. And some people aren't going to understand what I'm saying because they still live with their goddamn parents. Wake up. The government giving you a handout is not the answer. Biden saying he was going to fix something with black people in San Francisco or San Diego or wherever the fuck it is saying that they're going to get 5 million people, black people from that were born from 1947 to 1996, $5 million is a blatant lie. Just like when Biden said he was going to forgive student loans. They could have forgiven student loans if they didn't pass that stupid bill for for $1.5 trillion. If they spent $1.4 trillion, they could have wiped out all student loans. But people would have been upset about that too, because debt is debt. You have to pay it back. Like, what are we talking about? Why did we just do that? And why did Mitch McConnell sign off on that? Hmm, I wonder, because he's a rhino. Now, these people say one thing, do another, act one way, then are another person entirely. We cannot allow them to misuse us. I'm not just a check mark. I'm not just something on a piece of paper. I'm far more than that. And so are you. And the moment these people forget who they actually are is the moment we have to step up and take what's ours back. We built this fucking country. You didn't. The workers of America are the builders of the country. We're constantly working, paying taxes, having families, raising dynasties on our own and there's no goddamn handout there's no high five and there's no great job no one cares everybody's in their own shell in their own box in denial there's no handouts the moment you start trusting that being lazy is the answer is the moment you've lost the government isn't your friend it should be less government more hard work because the government can't give you everything and the government cannot pay for these things they're in debt 
$35 trillion, most of which belongs to China. And it is really embarrassing. Saudi Arabia is not giving us gas. Everybody hates Biden. He is a weak leader. He is the sole reason why there is a war between Ukraine and Russia. And quite honestly, the president of Ukraine is corrupt too. And we keep giving them money and we have no idea what they're using the money for. But it's not United States responsibility to take care of Ukraine. Ukraine, you made your bed, you lay in it. I'm fucking tired of hearing about Ukraine. I'm sick of seeing Ukraine flags. What happened to America first? It needs to be America first. There needs to be people that fight for this country. And I will fight till I die. For my children to grow up somewhere where it doesn't matter the color of their skin. It doesn't matter what they're mixed with. It doesn't matter where they go to school. It doesn't matter if they want to go to fucking college or they just want to work at McDonald's part-time. And they want to sing karaoke all fucking night. They can do whatever the fuck they want. And I like that. Okay? That's the America I want to live in. They want to work on a farm. Go work on a goddamn farm. They want to do whatever they want. That's what I want them to have. The same opportunity I did. And I want them to chase their dream. Because that's what dreams are for. Some people might not understand what I'm saying. Black history is history. That we have to move forward knowing exists. It's not an anchor to hold us back. Thinking we have to live in the hood. Thinking you have to operate this. Thinking you have to walk around with a gun. Thinking you have to act like... You're in a gang thinking you have to follow this and you have to follow that because the only thing that's going to lead to is you dying in a waffle house and you're just another body. Black on black crime is worse than a police officer shooting a black person randomly every couple of years. And I'm not saying the police officer shooting a black person is okay because it isn't. And we need to do a better job with these police officers that are gun happy. But what I am saying is do not fall for it. Wake up. They're using people, not just black people, but primarily black people. Kamala Harris is an embarrassment to every black person ever. And so is Michelle Obama. And I'm sorry, if you want to buy her books and you want to prop her up, really look into her. She doesn't give a fuck about anybody, but especially black people. These black people that want to... Worship these people. Don't understand that. They don't want to re-worship them. They're used as props. And you're all victims. Of a new world order thing. They're trying to destroy the United States of America. But it's backfiring. Because they don't really don't know what they're doing. And it couldn't be more evident. Biden can't even talk. Today is Wednesday. I I wonder what the fuck he's going to say today because he's been saying a lot of things, talking about dogs and and he cannot complete sentences. And he's saying happy birthday, the most disrespectful thing he could have done on Martin Luther King's day. And then he props up talking about black culture. You want to be white, pathetic loser. Acting like you have anything to do with the fight for black people. You weren't involved in any of that. You're nothing. You're none of that. You're just a pathetic liar and you don't know who you are. So you keep making it the fuck up because you got really bad dementia. And you're at the point where you need to be in a harbor with a key that is locked. And you shouldn't be able to get out of there. That's what's happening. You don't know who you are. But people listening know who you are. The government isn't your friend.
they want to control you and put you in a box, right? In a very small box and tell you what to eat and tell you what to buy and tell you what to wear, tell you where you can go and tell you what you can do. That was COVID. Do you think that's over? They're trying to bring it back. Are you kidding me? And now all these All this information is coming out that's saying that the COVID shot is more detrimental than not getting the COVID shot. Do you know how idiotic this shit is? Just come on, man. Wake up. The government is a liar. Moving on from the fact that no media is allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Taking time for yourself. Like, how do you do that? Like, how do you have time for yourself when the majority of your time is you're selling it to your job for money, right? How do you actually take time for yourself? How can you not be focusing on your job when you're trying to aspire to do incredible things at it? How can you not be focused on something else when you have a million things going on? It's quite simple, actually. You take the... light switch and you just turn it off i know the idea of taking time for yourself sounds selfish i know the idea of taking time for yourself sounds impossible it does doesn't it but it doesn't have to be but i know it does We have to remember ourselves, the things we like, the things we love, the things we feel encouraged by, the things that make us want to be better. And we have to surround ourselves with that. We cannot get caught up in fakery and lies and things that are not All right, real. So much is happening. And it just feels like, how do you take time for you? Being somebody that talks about politics all the time, I wonder how do I, how do I take time for me when all I want to do is talk about the news all day? Like the fact that breaking news just came in. The DOJ is not going to investigate Biden's home for the documents after they went to Trump's house and broke into Mar-a-Lago. Because the Department of Justice is not the Department of Justice. It's Biden's Department of Justice. It's not the actual Department of Justice. There isn't a Department of Justice. But how do you spend time with yourself? I don't know. Pick up a book. Maybe watch a show you like. Cook in the kitchen. Find a recipe. Scroll through some Pinterest. Like, sing. Try to play play a piano. Go for a drive, go for the park and run, go work out, spend time with yourself. What's wrong with that? Everything doesn't always have to be something else. And I think we get caught up in things all the time. And it feels like it's impossible to take a moment for yourself. But especially if you've got kids or you have other responsibilities, how do you do that? How do you take time for yourself?
how do you take time for yourself? You just take the time And you just proceed. Because as difficult as it is for you to take time for yourself, if you don't take time for yourself, then you'll get lost. And you'll become a version of yourself that you once wasn't. And that's not going to help you. It's going to make everything a lot worse. Next part of the conversation, gym or home gyms. I don't know. I like versatility, so I like both. I have a Peloton at home. I don't even know if I need to go to the gym. And I keep saying I'm going to go to Anytime Fitness, but I never have time to do it. I love being the difference in every day, and, and that's my responsibility to the world. And I, and I want to continue to do that. So I'm not going to complain about the fact that I have busy days. But also with Anytime Fitness, you can only go there on a specific day to get the membership. And do I really want to spend $60 on a membership? Granted, I do want to be more active and I want to get back in the gym and I want to do all these things. So I am going to do it. I'm just really going to have to figure out which gym I want to become a member of. Also, maybe I should just get a Peloton treadmill and just spend money on that instead. Maybe that would be the better option. I don't know. I think having both is important. Not just going to a gym, but having a device at your house too. Like... I think the Peloton has its own amazing community that's really encouraging and really gets you motivated and going. And there's an app with all these things that you can do on the app. So I don't even know if you need a gym, honestly. I kind of like the home gym better because you don't have to be surrounded by other people and feel like you're incapable of looking a specific way. But weight loss and weight health isn't about anybody else. It's about you. So I think you need a variety of both. Um... The importance of picture frames. Picture frames are really important because it gives life to the picture. And pictures are important because it gives life to a moment. My husband gets aggravated because I like taking pictures of everything. He's like, why do you always want to take a picture? Because these are memories we're going to look at in 50 years and say, remember when we did this? And we're going to tell our grandkids about it. And that's going to mean something. Maybe not today, but in the history. In the future, it will. Still house shopping and there's still nothing worthy of us looking at. Everything is still overpriced. I'm not sure when this is going to get back to some variance of normal. But I guess we'll just wait. I'd rather wait than waste money. And, like, these properties aren't worth the money they're being, like, sold for. Like, these people are, like hyping up the prices and like they're like we found this condo in Canton um and it had water damage and I was going to you know figure out a way to maybe try to get it fixed to see how much that was going to cost and do all this crap but then like for it to be overpriced too like it's not worth what it was being sold for like five years ago because of hyperinflation uh it's not worth it like, you have to take all these things into consideration. Are you actually getting, like, the actual worth of that of the property? Because when things do go back to normal, 
you don't want to have something that's not worth what it's actually worth. You don't want to be paying more for something that's worth less. And I'm tired of hearing people say, this person has land. What does that mean? What, what does that mean? You can have all the land in the world, but if you don't have an actual good property that's not going to be functional for your life, you don't have anything. There's that. What are we talking about? Why are we acting like people buying shitty um, property is the answer? Because they're desperate. You need to really take your time. It can't be, I found this, look how great this is. Is it really great? Did you really do an inspection? Did you really walk around it? Did you make sure everything was okay? Did you really make sure this is going to be the place you want to be at for 30 years? Like you're going to have to pay this mortgage off. You're going to have to pay the mortgage off. Me and Skip are going to do the 10-year thing, but is this really the property you want? I don't know. Is it? Letting reality set in. What does that mean? Everything isn't always going to be perfect. You're not going to have the answer for everything. And you're not always going to look like a glamour queen or a glamour king. I try the perfection thing all the time only to be a only to be sprung back into reality with the fact that nothing is perfect and it doesn't matter how I act I'm going to be surrounded by people that are a joke and I'm going to be surrounded by people that don't see my worthiness and my greatness or they're going to be jealous or envious of me or they're going to be a fucking hater and I have to constantly experience that Every day. I've told you so many times that I've had to deal with people having doubt of me my entire life. Always telling me what I can't do, what I shouldn't do, how I should be scared. I shouldn't open that door. I shouldn't go down that road. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. I even told my mom I was going to dye my hair black. And her response to me is, why would you want to do that? Instead of her telling me to do whatever the fuck I want, her first response is, why would you do that? She legit had the audacity to tell me I shouldn't dye my hair. You see what I'm saying? Like, cringe, bro. I'll do whatever I want. Thanks, mom. I love your opinions, but they're that opinions. Like, this is the problem. Here's the reality of it. You get to dictate your future in any way. It corresponds back to what I was just talking about. Taking time for yourself is kind of connected to letting reality sit in. Reality is everything isn't always going to be perfect. You're not always going to be on time. Sometimes you're going to be late. Life's going to set in. Sometimes you're going to be too early. Sometimes the people that you think are smart are going to be stupid. Sometimes the person that you think you can trust, you can't trust them. Sometimes the person you thought you couldn't trust, you can. Things are going to be different and that's okay. That is okay. But that does not mean that you give up. And that does not mean that you feel unworthy because reality is there is no goddamn perfection. There's never been perfection. And the idea that we keep attempting to do it is kind of sad. It's really sad. It's pathetic looking at these like famous people all rushing desperate for attention, desperate to stay important as they get older. Like Jennifer Lopez is doing D movies on Amazon just to stay relevant. 
what's going on, man? Like, not just her, but just all of them. Like, Dr. Dre is opposing people um, listening to his music. Like, anybody cares about Dr. Dre? I mean, do we really want to talk about Dr. Dre? Reality setting in is that people have opinions, and you don't have to like them, but you should they should still be able to have them. And it doesn't matter if you don't like them. You still have to listen to them. And the moment you're in a situation where somebody wants to tell you that your opinion doesn't matter, that is a situation you need to figure out a way to get out of or you have to figure out a way to cover up who you are in so you can hide your identity. And I hate to say it like that, but sometimes people can't handle the truth. Sometimes people can't handle that you are a star and they're a rock. There's a big difference between a star and a rock, right? Or you're a star and they're a piece of paper. I mean, I'm, I told you that I liked that saying that um, Deacon Bob said in Parish on Sunday from Steve Jobs about the fact that it's crazy people that change the world. And I told you how much that lit my heart up. Because I I personally experienced a lot of things in my life where people have told me I was crazy and I was insane and, and it's not going to work because I'm crazy and I'm insane. And that was just fueled to the fire of my star power, letting me know that the decisions that I have made are right. And you can only be crazy and insane if you're going to change the world, if you're actually going to make a difference. You cannot be normal in a line like a sheep making an actual difference. And the moment you realize that, it's the best day ever. I'm just going to say it. I am the difference. I am the change. And I am not going to be afraid of reality. Because if you do not believe in yourself and believe in what's real, what do you have to believe in? Believing in a fantasy that everything is going to be okay It's not cool, dude, because everything is not going to be okay. There's going to be great people in your life, and then there's going to be really horrible people in your life. There's going to be people that are going to be in there for a reason, and then there's going to be other people that are going to come in your life for a season, right? Nothing is permanent unless we try to make it permanent. Be brave. The reality of it is... You get to dictate what's next. The reality of it is your life has already been planned out. And I know some people are atheists and don't believe in God the way I do. And I know I'm coming at this from this differently since I'm in RCIA and I'm becoming Catholic. And I was Baptist. But I actually think Christian values are the same. The churches are different and the structures are different between Baptist and Catholic. And I prefer Catholic better than Baptist for my own personal reasons. But I think the idea is we're not actually in control of anything. God is. And and I have to be okay with that. That he's already mapped out my life. And I don't know what's next. And I don't want to know. So let reality set in. You're not going to be best at everything. I mean, if you want to try, go for it. But you're not going to be perfect. And why would you want to be? 
Moving on to the next part of the conversation. The Fallout. Looks like a good show. Maybe I want to watch it. I don't know. The Return of Flight Attendant. Is there going to be another season of Flight Attendant? And why am I hearing that HBO Max has gotten rid of... Uh, uh, Westworld and um, that other show. That other sci-fi show. Why am I hearing that? Are they getting rid of it? Because they're trying to figure out what's going to be next, what they're doing, or or what's happening here. Because it seems like Netflix is only coming out with shows that are like two seasons long and they're having some difficulty with their writers or something. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, Perry Mason, that's on Amazon. I really do want to watch that. The Good Neighbor, I feel like I've already seen that. Have you seen that? Maybe that's good. The Last Duel. That looks like something I probably want to watch. Abandoned. That was on Amazon too. Mystic Quest, the new season. Dude, I want to watch that. Um, I'm trying to finish watching um, Jenny and Georgia. So after I finish Jenny and Georgia, then I have to watch Midnight, whatever the hell it's called on Netflix. Then I'm going to watch the new season of Mystic Quest. Me and Skip are watching Mosquito Coast. And so far, it's good. It's good. We'll see what happens next. Moving into food with Veekstar. Creamy queso. Now, how do you get your queso to be extremely creamy? Uh, you want to add water into it, obviously. Then you want to start with the cream. Then you get the queso. Then you get the beans and you mix it all together. I'd say you want to use some sour cream. That'll make it a little more creamier. And you want it to be cooked through, but you don't want it to be to the point where it's not creamy. Like you want the consistency of it to be creamy so you can just dip into it. There's many instructions and there's many recipes on um, Pinterest. But um, if, if you follow the instructions I just said, you can make the dip really creamy and really delicious. Also add cheese on top. You could do the Mexican cheese. You could do mozzarella. You could really do whatever you want or you could do both. Hey, I love cheese. I say both. Go both. Not just one, but two um air fryer nachos so you basically how you make air fryer nachos you take the nachos right uh you put oil on them i would then you put the nachos at the bottom of the air fryer you add the cheese and the queso the pico the jalapenos whatever else you want to add to it the meat whether it's chicken or beef or bison whatever you want to add to it or it could be some vegan version of that because there's vegan everything now yes there's vegan everything now then you can add the cheese, definitely, and whatever other toppings you want to add to it. Um, if you want to do olives, I say go for it. I like jalapenos. You know I like jalapenos, so I add that on everything. If I could, like, put jalapenos on everything, I would. Legit everything. Um, then you put cheese on it again. Put sour cream. You drizzle sour cream over it, right? Then you put cheese again. Then you put sour cream on top. Then you close the air fryer. I say leave it in there for about 5 to 10 minutes. Check it at 7. See if the cheese is melting. The cheese is not quite melted yet. Leave it in for another 3 minutes till you get to 10. Take it out. Plate it. Eat it. You just made your Super Bowl snack or your Saturday snack or your game night snack or your date night snack or your Monday snack or whatever snack you want. Or you just made a meal because you can eat nachos as a meal, honestly doesn't have to be a snack you could eat it for lunch you could eat it for whatever you want doesn't that sound good 
And look, you didn't have to get the oven involved. You did that with the air fryer. I mean, come on, man. Who doesn't have an air fryer? Fun. You can legit get that on Walmart, Amazon, Target, really anywhere. Crate and Barrel. There's so many stores. It's everywhere. You'll find it. Um, Chicken biscuit bake. So I found this chicken biscuit bake online and I sent it to my mom and she's obsessed. You basically take two cans of creamy soup, right? Put that at the bottom of the pan. Then you take four chicken cutlets. Then you take a mixture of vegetables and it could be carrots, peas, cauliflower or broccoli or whatever you want to mix together and peas shove that in there then you take another cream of corn pour that on top not the cream of corn but the like the cream of chicken or whatever it is you pour another can of that on there then you take some cheese it could be mozzarella or it could just be cheddar whatever shove that on top then you're going to take biscuits right but you take the biscuit dough Right, that you would make biscuit with. So, you know, like the Pillsbury Doughboy dough, like you would put it in the oven to make biscuits. You take that and you put that at the top of the bake on top of the chicken and all the vegetables. Put that in the oven for like 15 minutes. Take it out. You just made a chicken bake. It is delicious. It is so good. And it didn't really take you that long to make, did it? That was a one pan cook, man. Yeah, you got dinner, you got lunch, you got something delicious, and you're going to like it. Try it, man. Try it. Chicken gyro. Um, I don't know if I would make this from scratch because I'm probably not good at making that, but I try it. You want to make sure you have the correct wrap to make it with, and you want to, like, I'd say bake the chicken or air fry it because you don't want it to be, like, slathered, and you don't want it to be burnt either. You want it to have the right texture, and uh, you want it to have the right... Um, finishing then you're going to add whatever you want to add into it lettuce tomatoes mayo spicy mayo whatever you want you add that into it um onions peppers whatever else you want to add into it you add it into it and then you wrap all of it in the gyro and then you just make yourself a chicken gyro let's go salmon and asparagus you just take salmon slather it in olive oil maybe put some cherry tomatoes on it maybe put some jalapenos Shove it in the oven. Take the asparagus. Slather that with the um the olive oil. Maybe get some um salt, pepper, some vinegar. Slather that on top. Shove it in the oven. 10 to 20 minutes. Let that cook. Make sure the salmon's done. At some point, you might want to flip the salmon over. Then pour more olive oil on top of it and more seasoning so it can get all the flavor sucked into it. Uh, you know, you're going to want to separate the asparagus next to it. This should be a decent sized pan. I'm not talking about like a small pan. Uh, once you get to 20 minutes, take it out, serve it, plate it. And, and this should be plated in nice plates, not cheap plate, nice plates. Like you just made yourself another meal in 20 minutes and you can eat that for anything. Lunch, brunch, dinner, whatever. It could be a weekend dinner. It could be a weeknight dinner. It took 20 minutes. It didn't take a long time to make it, did it? If you're looking for this recipe, you can go on Pinterest and just type it in. Just type in salmon asparagus sheet pan you'll find a million of them click on whichever one you like and you can get the same recipe i just said or it could be different or if you want to you could replay it slowly and listen to what i did and do it that way 
whatever makes you happy. Also, you might want to put the oven on broil just so it gets a little kick in its cook. Just saying. Next part of the conversation. Loaded baked potatoes topped with chicken. And I know you're thinking, what did you just say? Let me say it again. Loaded baked potatoes topped with chicken. So with this loaded baked potato, right? You take out the inside of the potato and you basically whip up like loaded mashed potatoes. <coughs> so you can take a spoon. You can take a serving spoon. You can take an ice cream spoon. You you get rid of like the actual potato inside of the potato. Then you get your stand mixer or you get your, your smaller mixer. You shove in the potato. You shove in some chives. You shove in some sour cream. Um, you shove in... Uh, maybe some jalapenos or if you don't like the heat don't shove in the jalapenos if you like the heat like me shove in the jalapenos you're going to want to get in some of the uh... what else so you're going to want to do sour cream and you're going to do Philly And you want to do sour cream, cream cheese, right? Do both of them. Then you're going to want to do the jalapenos. Then you're going to want to do the cheese. Mix it so, like, it's still not, like, completely mashed potatoes. But it, it almost has the texture of that. Take that out of the mixer. Put those back into the potatoes that you have on the tray. So, I don't know. I do, like, six at a time, maybe eight. Then... After that, you're going to want to air fry some chicken or just put some chicken on the um, one pan. And you're just going to want to make sure the chicken is like not completely done, but almost to the point where it's cooked. Then you're going to want to take the chicken, cut it up into pieces, put that on top of the potatoes. And then you can load the potatoes again with cheese on top of that and maybe a jalapeno or whatever vegetable you want on top. Put that back into the oven. And I'd say you want to hit it again with some sour cream. Maybe do the sour cream in the bottle where you could like pour it on versus the tub. Then you're going to put that in the oven for like five to ten minutes. Take it out. You just made loaded baked potato topped with chicken. And that in itself is a meal. You can eat that anytime, all day. I'd say lunch or dinner. This is not a brunch thing. This is something where like this is like the meal. Like, so I'd say dinner. I'd say lunch or dinner. You could do this for our meal prep or you could eat this on the weekend. It sounds delicious. Don't forget to drink water and don't forget that you're a star wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in to this hump day pod of Born to Be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow on Thursday. My God, the week is going by fast. I got to enjoy the day off with my pup and uh, skips at work, but that's okay. And, um, I'm really enjoying the day. You know, um, it's nice to have two days off in a week instead of one. Um, I'm always hoping that they'll switch the work time to four days instead of five. Don't forget your star wherever you are. And I will see you tomorrow. Sometimes life is difficult, but you have to be able to radiate your star power and make it easy. Because being a radiant of light means you can always see in the darkness because you are the light. And I can only see with you. So don't forget your star wherever you are. And don't forget that we light up the universe together. Star power. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.